Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. Hey there once again, I'm Mike, my friend Joel is with me, and we are thrilled that you have decided to tune in as well for our, our weekly podcast uh, heard across the internet through Grace Walk Radio and some other locations as well. More and more people keep tuning in. We appreciate your feedback, and we would love to hear from you, too. Joel, good to be with you once again. And good to be uh, with you as well, Mike. Um, I don't know, have you, uh, have you looked at your feet lately? <laughs> well, I'm just glad I can still see them at my age. <laughs> kind of a, an oddball question, I know. The reason I ask, I was looking through the scriptures, Mike, Paul's words in Romans 10:15. Paul was uh, was talking about the gospel. Isaiah 52 talks about uh, something, and Paul goes and quotes this in Romans 10:15, talking about the gospel and, and people getting to hear the gospel. Uh, in Romans 10:15, uh, Paul says, "And how shall they how shall they preach unless they are sent?" He says, "As it is written," and he quotes Isaiah 52. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings. Of good things, and that's one thing that that you and I, Mike, like to do is to share this gospel of peace, the good news. It's the joy of our hearts. I think you can totally relate uh, to me with this, Mike. That uh, we know that there are a lot of people who struggle with God's love, who struggle with how, with wondering what God thinks of them, with wondering if they're right with God. And uh, the, the, the gospel that has come through the Lord Jesus Christ is good news. And the reason that Paul quotes from Isaiah 52, and the reason that our feet are beautiful, <laughs> you know, we have beautiful feet, is because this gospel is such good news. It's a gospel of peace, not, not a gospel of, you know, peace like everything's going to be quiet and, and everything's going to be tranquil and everything's just going to always be just okay. But, you know, when you hear the word peace, Mike, you know, the gospel of peace, as, you, as you've come to understand it through, uh, you know, through the grace walk and through, uh, through us, you know, talking this stuff out, has, has your perception, Mike, of, of the gospel of peace changed? What, what does the gospel of peace mean to you and, and to your heart? Well, it's an interesting phrase. We often hear uh, the words, the gospel, but here you're talking about the, the gospel of peace. And I, I think back to when the angels came to the shepherds, the Christmas story, right? The angel uh, announced um, that there would, you know, peace, uh, goodwill toward men. And uh, what, what we often think of when we hear that is peace between ourselves from one man to another. And that's always a good thing when that happens in, in the world. But what the angel was really talking about was uh, peace now between God and man. Um, and what we've got here with this gospel of, of peace is, uh, I, here's where I'm at, Joel. One of the reasons I guess I'm motivated to want to share more of this message that you and I talk about every week as we grow in grace this message of, of righteousness through Jesus Christ, is because I want people to, to know what I've begun, and I've just begun over, over these years, I've just begun to understand that 
God isn't angry with you anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think this is something a lot of us struggle with. Uh, Even those of us who have grown in it probably struggle with it, at least from time to time. But there are, the churches are filled with people um, uh, that, that wonder what God really thinks of them. And, and w- one of the things that I want to try to get across through these podcasts are, is the fact that, that God is pleased with you. He is not angry with you. Uh, we, we now have peace with God uh, because uh, we, we have a faith that we can stand on. It's got nothing to do with you and I. You know, under the Old Covenant, it probably would have had something to do with us because God would always try to work these covenants out between him and man under the law uh, with all those rules and regulations and and nobody could keep up with it, although some tried and some did better than others. The, The New Covenant is a covenant that God set up not between he and us, like what was taking place under the Old Covenant, but a covenant that was set up with his own son, Jesus Christ. He's the one who has fulfilled the covenant. Um, it's, it's not you and I. You see, you see if, if keeping the covenant, this new covenant, intact was our responsibility, we'd be doomed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what makes this such great news, and that's why we have peace with God, because it's all about what he has done for us, not what we're going to be able to do for him to keep our righteousness intact. That's right. And and as as we're talking about God's, you know, pleasure with us and and we're and we have peace with God and the the big difference there's a, there's a huge contrast between the covenant that we're the beneficiaries of now and the old covenant and and I had just done a a search of my uh, my uh, computer bible uh for the word wrath and and the word anger and in the old uh, old testament the word wrath is there 149 times and and the word anger 229 times you know in you've got things like uh Deuteronomy 9, 7, you know, we have, uh, it says, you have, do not forget how you provoked the Lord your God to wrath in the wilderness. Other verses say, great is the wrath of the Lord that is aroused against us. And there's all these verses, all of these scriptures that talk about the Lord's wrath. Wrath, wrath, wrath. You see that all throughout the Old Testament. And so we need to we need to get ourselves in the right mind because that is part of the old covenant. Whereas in the new covenant, as you were saying, this covenant that God made with himself, the Father and the Son, and and we've become the beneficiaries of that, we are the beneficiaries of peace with God. We have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Whereas under the old covenant, Everything that, you know, the people did, you know, the things that the people did provoked the Lord to wrath. Well, now, because of the blood of Jesus, all that, all that Jesus has done for us, uh, even when we do sin, even when we do things that aren't pleasing to God, we, he remains pleased with us. Why? Because it's not based upon what you and I do. It's, it's based upon the peace that was provided for us through the Son Jesus Christ. And it's and, and we need to get ourselves we need to we were talking last week about repentance. We need to change our minds and, and understand the truth that God is not angry with us, 
that we see a lot of that in the old te- in the old testament in the under the old covenant but in christ it's it's a brand new covenant we've become brand new creations god is totally pleased with us at all times again because of the finished work of christ yeah, Joel, you know, I, I remember hearing Steve McVeigh say one time that uh, he did a study on, on God's anger, and from cover to cover in the Bible, there was basically one thing that made God angry, and that was sin. And yet, we know that God, under this new covenant, is no longer angry with us, even though we do sin from time to time. Uh, God, sin does make him angry, but it, it, and, he, and he hates sin. We know that. Nobody's going to argue with that. But the fact is he, he hated it so much that he dealt with it uh, through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And, and once that uh, sacrifice had been completed, then there was a, a, a completion that took place <laughs> that, that allowed us now to, to be out from under God's anger because he dealt with all of it right then and right there. Your sins past, present, and future, were forgiven. I'm looking in uh, Colossians chapter 2, uh, verse 13 and 14, Joel. And uh, the, the Bible says, You being dead in your trespasses and sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, He has made alive together with Him, having, having forgiven you, again, past tense, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Um, now that phrase, um, handwriting of requirements, referring to uh, the law really, is also in some English translations referred to as a certificate of debt, as if all, all of the sins of the world, all of your sins that you ever committed, from the time you were born until the time you die, God knew them all. Um, th- th- they were all listed, shall we say, in this certificate of debt, this, this handwriting of requirements that was against us. And yet when Jesus Christ was crucified and he cried out, it is finished, my understanding is the Greek word, it is finished, can also be translated fulfilled, as if the debt had been canceled, it had been paid in full, uh, all of it. And, uh, you know, Jesus doesn't have to, like under the old covenant, when they used to have to sacrifice animals to cover their sins with the blood of that animal, they would go back and do it over repeatedly because sins kept taking place. The good news is, if you go into the book of Hebrews, we find out that with this sacrifice, as opposed to the Old Testament, Old Covenant sacrifices, this sacrifice that God made for us through his son, what was done once and for all. And and that's why we are completely forgiven, and God is no longer angry with us because sin was dealt with. It was yep, it was dealt with in its entirety. And and uh, you're talking about you know this verse from uh, Colossians two thirteen, you know, this uh, the the handwriting of requirements that was against us, this you know certificate of debt. Uh, and I was just looking in in another part of the the scripture in Romans uh, where Paul had talked about the law. And uh, it's, he said, until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. That word imputed means charged to account. So sin was in the world, but it was, it, it was when the law came 
the requirements that were against us, uh, the certificate of debt, it's when that came that sin was imputed to mankind. It was charged to our account. And so that's, you know, that what, what Paul said in Colossians 2.13 then was, was totally in line with, with what he said in Romans because that handwriting of requirements, that certificate of debt was against us. It was contrary to us. God himself through the cross he took that completely away. Any wrath that we see, again, strewn all throughout the Old Testament, all throughout the Old Covenant, all of that wrath was was poured out, and uh, this, everything has been, you know, sin has been taken away, been fully dealt with, and we no longer have to worry about whether God is angry with us. He's completely, we are completely at peace with him because of what Christ has done. About 30 seconds left, Mike, maybe you can uh, wrap things up here. Well, one of the uh, part of the ceremony of sacrificing the animals under the Old Covenant also included the confession of sins. And you don't have to confess sins to receive forgiveness anymore because forgiveness has already been provided through your faith in Jesus Christ and his completed sacrifice. That has to be true because what would happen if you forgot to confess one? Jesus doesn't <laughs> have to come back and, and uh, re-sacrifice himself again because all the forgiveness has already been given to us and I wish we could had a little more time, Joel. Maybe we can get further into this in our next broadcast. All right, we'll try to do that. It's through that one confession, as we've talked about plenty of times in the past, the one confession, our confession of the Lord Jesus Christ, that we're saved. All right, I am Joel. That was uh, That's Mike here with me. Growing in Grace, the name of our program. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Join us over at graceroots.org if you want to check out more about us, and we'll, we'll uh, hope to be with you again soon right here on Growing in Grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. 